What is up, friends? Welcome to Healing Within with Jesse. I know I need to get used to this too. I love it. And Liz, this podcast is all about mindset, relationships, business, and spirituality. If this episode hits you in your soul, send this to someone that you care about. They will thank you. Believe us. And if you enjoyed this podcast, send us a subscribe, a follow, a five-star review, and help us reach more beautiful souls like you. And with that, let's jump into Healing Within. Today, we are talking about the stories that we tell ourselves. And it's really interesting. Liz and I were just talking about client calls we had today. And there was some overlap on the stories that we tell ourselves and how they can rule our day, our world, our narratives. So Liz, what what do you feel like? What comes up for you when you talk about the stories that we tell ourselves? Oof. Um, I mean, I think this is a really big subject that we could probably do like five episodes on, if not more. Um, but I mean, the stories that we tell ourselves are literally what controls our reality. And I mean, we can dive into linguistics here, our programming, um, our self-limiting beliefs, all that good stuff. But I think an overall aspect of the stories that we tell ourselves is, are they in alignment with where you want to go? Or are they holding you back? And I think it sounds very simple, but that's very complex there, right? Because it's like, what are you saying that is creating a reality of yours that is either holding you in the box that you're trying to get out of or opening the door for you to step out, Mm, right? Yes. And I feel like that's where like this, the self-sabotage can come in because if you're telling yourself Mm -hmm. a story, you're keeping yourself in the box that you so desperately want to get out of. Like whether you're a business owner and you're like, there's so many things like I'm self-sabotaging on what I can do next in my business, or you're just living your everyday life. And this is with relationships. This is with family. This is with your job. And you constantly feel like you are put in this box with an anchor and no way to get out of it. And it's so interesting because we almost get swallowed up. We get consumed by these stories and these narratives. And a lot of times we're not aware of them until we start doing Mm -hmm. the work, doing the healing and being like, what the fuck is going on in my mind right now? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, one that was really live for me when I first started my business was things that I would say out loud. And like you said, I wasn't even aware that it was a story that I was telling myself. I knew I was being kind of negative because we're all aware of that, right? When we say like, I can't, or I'm not right. We all know that, but I had no idea how deep rooted it was and how much it was holding me back from. And I was saying to my business coach, I was like, I'm not good at sales. I never have been, and I never will be. And I'm not good at content. And so I hate doing it. Oh my gosh. And so those stories were literally making me dread Mm -hmm. growing my business Mm -hmm. because what is your business? Marketing and sales. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I just had this story that I couldn't do it. So many people can relate to this who are business owners. They're probably like, fuck, I feel so seen. And I want to take this on a relationship standpoint too. There are so many of my clients who are working with me for their relationships. And they say that I can't find an incredible partner like the one that I see you have or the one that I see in the movies. And that is their narrative. So of course, when that partner 
who walks in, who is literally Prince Charming, who is checking every box is plus 20 more. You're not even going to see them Mm -hmm. because you have this blocker in front of you that doesn't allow you to open yourself up to the connection between you and the other person. And that's, again, this self-sabotaging trend where when you are constantly on loop, this narrative, it's that negative self-talk. There's so many times you can say like, we'll, we'll focus inward. Like I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. I'm not good at something. Then that is the manifestation that you are creating in your reality. Oh yeah. And you can think of it as like a filtering system Mm -hmm. in our brain. And it's because we get delivered so many bits of information every minute and we can't take it in. And so we have a filtering system and that's based off of our programming, our stories that we tell ourselves. And so your brain, it's called confirmation bias. Have you ever heard of that? Your brain literally cherry picks things in your reality to confirm what you already believe. And so coming back to my example of like, I felt like I wasn't good at sales. I would get on a sales call, show up with that energy. And so I was never going to close someone in that energy. And so I wouldn't close them. And I would use that as an example to solidify my belief that I wasn't good at sales. And it just brought me down into this downward spiral. And like you said, it happens in relationships, you're cherry picking. And so if you come and you meet someone that is the perfect match for you, your brain is literally going to delete or distort it to tell you, "Uh, no, that's not your match, Mm -hmm. right? You're going to literally energetically push it away because it's not in alignment with how you feel. Yes. And I love how you're bringing in some NLP techniques and some conversation Mm -hmm. here and some wording. And it's, it's so important to, again, like I'll use this like lens. And I usually, I did a masterclass on this once and I had two glasses. One was yellow, one was purple. And I was like, what lens are you looking through? Are you looking through the lens of all of these stories and narratives that you can't get what you want, that you can't get what you desire, that you're not good enough, all of these things, which is allowing you to distort and delete what's actually in front of you. Or if you throw those in the fucking trash and put the other lens on, you start to see everything for what it truly is. Things are coming your way more. And this guy comes to even, I don't know why money mindset popped in my head. Money mindset did because there are so many times when we're like, I, I am abundant. And we tell ourselves like, this is our affirmation. I'm abundant. Abundant flows my way. And then we look around, we're like, where are you at though? And it's interesting. And I've had to call my clients out on this when, if, if they're a coach, and they are saying like, I'm abundant. I'm practicing abundance. They're like, well, where the hell are all the clients? Like, why isn't anyone coming my way? And I was like, you just got a huge fucking tax return. You just got gifted a gift card to Starbucks. That's abundance too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the, even the energy of them, them waiting for abundance, you're yeah. already out of it. Mm-hmm. already out of it. You have to believe that it's literally just coming to you at any moment. And so you just don't wait for it. You're not looking for it. It's it's coming your way in the moment that it's supposed to. And I think that's one of the hardest self-mastery tools that you can adapt. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I work on it every second of every day and I'm not perfect with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all about, again, your lens, 
that you're looking mm-hmm. through. It even comes down to the smallest things, guys. Like at the gym this morning, I was working with, uh, there's this personal trainer in the gym and he doesn't charge me to train me. He just, I guess, loves working out <laughs> with people and he's just such a dope guy. And whenever he's in the gym, I'm like, shit. Cause when it's leg day, I wuss out. I don't like legs and he'll catch me and be like, no, we're PR today. And I'm like, shit. Okay. And I got on the, um, I went to go squat and he goes, so what's your mental block? Mm. And I was like, 150. He goes, we're beating it today. And I got two reps of like 160 or something like that. And it was literally because I would put it on my back and immediately think this is heavy. I'm going to fail. And so I wouldn't even try it. Or like when I did try it, my body and my mind would literally stop me halfway and push me back up. Mm. And it was just genuinely because that mindset of like, oh, this is too heavy for me. Mm. And so now I go in there and when I try to push myself, I'm just repeating in my mind, this lightweight, lightweight, baby. Like, let's get it. And even if I get one rep, it doesn't matter. I pushed through that. So it's smallest little things, guys. I love this story. And like, while you were sharing this, I was like, wow, like so many people can relate to this story, like, especially like anyone who is in the gym and says they can't. And it reminds me of a a story that actually happened recently in the story that I was telling myself and it's a lie for me. So let me share it here. Mm -hmm. I I went on a journey, uh, a plant medicine journey on Saturday, and I went specifically because I'm having deja vu right now. I went specifically because of this couple that I absolutely admire was going to be there. And I was so nervous because I was like, oh, I want to be their friend, like so, so bad, but they're healers. They're like up here, they're on this pedestal above me. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel like I couldn't communicate the way that I wanted to. And I was nervous around them and like, what the fuck? I'm so confident. Where is this coming from? Yeah. And it was really interesting because when we started the journey, I was still feeling that way. But as the journey went on, I opened my eyes and I looked around and I was right next to them playing their crystal bowls and the petting bowls and, and the flute and the hand paint, all of these things like right next to me, co-creating. And I was looking at them as if I was on the pedestal with them. Mm. I was at their level, like they were my equal. And this was this big aha moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I wasn't being myself because I created this story in my head that they wouldn't like me, that they were above me, that they're older than me, that they wouldn't value what I have to offer. And it was so interesting because I like outed myself afterwards. I was like, guys, I was so nervous to like be with you because I thought maybe like, I want to be your friend, but like, would you like me? They were like, what? Like, we've been trying to hang out with you for months. And I was like, oh, like, whoa, whoa. Like that story halted me from actually like creating this deeper friendship. And I'm sure a lot of people feel that with like, whether it's friends, whether it's people they admire or just like relationships or partners or crushes they have. Cause I know when I like had a crush on someone who's like super, super hot, I would not talk to them. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to stumble over my words. Cause like, I'm nervous because they're so hot. They probably won't talk to me the way that I want them to. And again, mm-hmm. a story I was telling myself. Yep. 
Yeah, I can relate to the whole pedestal thing because I'm starting to work with a lot more um, successful business owners Mm -hmm. and it's intimidating when like someone hires you and they make more money than you Mm -hmm. or they're like higher up or they own like three or four businesses, but they still hire you. It's almost like an oh shit moment. Um, but at the same time too, this one recent client that I just had, we're only like a couple weeks into the mentorship and he's a good friend too. I met him at a uh, retreat that I went to, but he was talking. He's also in a container that I'm in right now too, for another mentorship. And he was just like talking about his like wins for the past couple weeks. And for some reason I had this story pop up in my head. I was like, am I even benefiting him? Like, is he going to even benefit from what I can give? And I think the universe throws in little nuggets when you need them. And he literally was just like, and Liz's program is actually really beneficial. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh shit. Like I needed that. Right. But I think like, I'm also at a point where I've done the work guys, where I'm aware of that story. If I wasn't, if it it was about like a year and a half ago, I would have completely distorted or deleted that. Mm -hmm. And let's, let's talk about bringing awareness to the stories. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important because whether you are, are here, my friends, and you're like, oh yeah, I am aware of the stories I tell myself, or maybe you're just an overthinker that Mm -hmm. leads to anxiety, which is overthinking, which is worrying, which is just a lie to yourself. Like worry is just a lie that you are creating in your head from a story that you are telling yourself. I'm going to give you three questions I want you to ask yourself. So get your pen and paper out, jot this shit down. This literally has changed my world and it allows me to stop the anxiety immediately. Like literally two to five minutes, it's gone. So like, listen up. Now, when you feel the anxiety, whether it's in your head or you feel it in your body, because some people can notice it's in their mind and their, their thoughts are on loop, or maybe it's their body and they feel it everywhere. They feel in their belly. They feel in their heart. I know some people can get the shits when they have anxiety and it's in their belly. Like I'm outing everyone who feels that way. It's okay. And when you notice that in yourself, I want you to immediately stop what you're doing. Even if you're on the toilet, like finish what you're doing. And I want you to go grab your journal and I want you to ask yourself these three questions in order. The first question is, what is the story that I'm telling myself? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself that question, write it all down. See the bullshit that you're creating. Like, it's okay to acknowledge that like, oh my God, there's so much shit that I'm saying about this right now, because you're going to start feeling a little bit lighter because you're letting it all go. You're letting it out on paper. You're letting it process through. It's, it's gone. It's, you no longer have to hold on to it. And then the next question is what's the reality of the situation? And like, let's take sales for an example. Like you're not a bad, you're a saleswoman. Like you're not bad at doing sales. Liz. Like that's like, we'll use that. If you say like, what's the reality I'm learning, I'm working mm-hmm. on it. I'm moving through it. I'm, I'm failing so I can be successful later. I'm getting redirected. So whatever you need to tell yourself, whether that's affirmations or the true story, call out the facts of what it is. Like be gentle with yourself. That's just really what we need. And then the last one, manifest a little bit. Do an Abraham Hicks technique. What if everything went your way? Again, sales. I get a one, I get one no, but I'm going to get five yeses. 
I'm going to hit my first 10K month. I'm going to my second 10K month. I'm going to consistently hit 10K months if you're a business owner. Like use that and allow yourself to create that narrative because if that's the new story, how do you think you're going to show up? Oh, you're going to start cherry picking for those, (laughs) right? It's gosh, it's that simple guys. And like, I know it doesn't sound simple, especially in your, if you're in the fire, believe me, we both, Jesse Mm -hmm. and I both know that it's not easy when you're in the fire, but let me tell you something, when you're going through the fire and you just constantly redirect yourself and be like, let me check myself, check myself energy test, energy test. There's like a whole energy test that I give my clients step-by-step. Like, what are you thinking? How are you feeling? How are you speaking about this right now? Because it's all energy, right? Everything that you speak comes through your throat chakra and out into the world. If you have a blocked throat chakra, you're going to be speaking negative stuff. You're not going to be able to hold your boundaries. You're not going to be able to actually even believe that you're trying to achieve this type of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that's really a good um, sequence of questions to ask yourself like mm-hmm. this. And I love how you mentioned the throat chakra and like bringing in some spirituality here. Mm-hmm. Those of you who don't know chakras, like welcome. They welcome. are like the the main energy centers in your body. And there are seven that we usually focus on. And the throat chakra is your one, two, three, four, five, fifth chakra. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's located in your throat. But it's really important to acknowledge that. And like, if you don't know if it's blocked or not, if you're getting like constant sore throats, if you have Mm -hmm. to clear your throat a lot when you're talking to someone, if you feel that you get something stuck in your throat when you're trying to share something that's like making you nervous, if you feel that you can't speak your truth, I think it's so important to call that out because when I was starting my spiritual journey, I was so unkind with my words to myself and to others. I was so impatient, which was leading to frustration, which was coming out in my, in my words. Again, I was projecting. So I was blaming other people for things that I was feeling. And when I actually took a step back and looked at my throat chakra and the energy that was coming from that, that brought in more awareness. Mm-hmm. And it's all about bringing in awareness. We, we talked about shedding layers last week and we talked about awareness being like one of those those core pillars to like understand like bring it up see where it's at and when you acknowledge that like it's my goal that every single person that listens to this podcast you fucking have so much awareness inside of you like you're gonna be following me and liz on our instagram pages too you're gonna be talking to us maybe you're gonna be working us maybe you already work with us holy fuck cool (laughs) but you are going to be so fucking aware Mm -hmm. for you to say oh narrative Oops, sorry. Not true. What do I need to do? Yep. Two things came up for me while you were saying that is like one awareness. I want to recognize this for you guys just starting out or even when you start to become aware of something pretty deep. um, It's scary. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. And I want you to approach it with curiosity, not judgment. So don't judge yourself when you have these like negative self-talks. Me and Jesse are very successful business owners. We still have it. We just have awareness and we love ourselves through it. We don't judge ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. There's no perfection. It's just self-awareness will change your life. Just being able to kind of check yourself in the moment and be like, oh shit, how am I showing up right now? And can I shift? Um, yeah, I think that's key. I kind of lost my track on the other one. It'll come up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great one that we heard here. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Oh, it goes hand in hand with that. I got it. Um, 
I talk to myself. <laughs> I talk to myself. I talk to myself as if I'm a client and I have created such a deep relationship with that voice inside of my head. So when I start creating those narratives, I, I literally am like, Liz, earth to Liz, let's, let's chill out for a second. Let's come back into our bodies. Let's relax. Let's breathe. I have to, if I got to shake, I'll shake. If I got to dance, if I got to jump, if I got to scream, I'll do it. But at the end of the day, activate that right side of your brain. Get out of the left side, like trying to categorize things and overthinking stuff, like get into your body mm -hmm. and really just like create that relationship with that voice saying, I hear you. I know you're trying to protect me. I love you for that. I am grateful for you, but we don't need protection in this moment. Mm -hmm. And that's going to change the game. Yes. And I love how you shared, like you talk to yourself. And I feel like a lot of us, we can relate to that because there are specific places where I talk to myself and that is this like aha moment. Like if I'm anxious, like I'm like, Ooh, that's what I'm like, where the fuck oh, I'm anxious. Like that'll come up. But if I'm in the shower or if I'm driving, those are the two main times where like, if I said something to someone or there was a conversation or there's like something that happened, I won't even be thinking about it in my mind but I will just like, something will come out of my mouth. Like, wow, I can't believe that happened. Like, I mean, duh, like, obviously I'm like, whoa, what's, who's talking right now. And that's why I'm like, holy shit. Like, oh, there's something that I'm overthinking inside. Like there's a story up here. All right, let's bring it out. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. And, and that's just like deeper connection with yourself. I mean, fuck, we're healing within podcasts. Like we're talking about this healing within yourself, awareness within yourself, those conversations with yourself, those stories inside of yourself, the deeper the healing is the, I don't want to say easier. Cause like, it's still challenging, but it's like, it's, it's more awareness. I'll go back to that. Yeah. It's the more awareness. It flows. It flows. It flows. Yeah. It's, and it does get a little bit easier. I really mm -hmm. would say mm -hmm. some of my narratives have completely gone away mm -hmm. and it's just because I've checked them enough to where they're just like, all right, mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't have anything to anchor to. Yeah. And so, I mean, like you said, I remember a story came up in my head while you're talking, I left the gym and I, I, um, or I went to the gym and I forgot my key fob one time and I had to drive all the way back home to go get my key fob 15 minutes, but still I, caught myself saying out loud that I'm like so dumb or like I'm so stupid and like look I know that sounds so corny to not talk to yourself like that but how you do one thing is how you do everything mm -hmm. and so if you are telling your subconscious you can't create this story but you can call yourself dumb mm -hmm. you're gonna get confused mm -hmm. that makes sense and so like self-awareness comes down to literally every single thing that comes out of your mouth every single thing that comes into your head Every single thing you allowed yourself yourself to feel, <laughs> you got to be in tune with it. And like, I caught myself and said, no, not starting that. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> A story that popped into my head. I was literally, it was 2020. I was, I was feeling so like joyous, vibrant. I was back home in St. Louis and I was driving. I was in the Target like parking lot and uh, I was practicing my kindness and my patience. Like that was a really big focus of 2020. And I got so fucking good at it. Like I was like, oh, nothing can stop me. I'm so, oh, just come on in. Like everyone, like literally, like it was, it was so joyous. And as I was driving, 
someone like pulled out in front of me in the Target parking lot. And I was like, what the fuck? And I literally looked up in my rearview mirror and I was like, Jesse, that wasn't very nice of you. And I was like, I know, like, I didn't mean it. Like, it's okay. Like they probably have somewhere to go, but it's totally fine. Like I'm, I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm not hurt. Like let them be. And that was me checking myself because that's how I want to talk to other people too. It's not just about how you talk to yourself, but how are you talking to other people? That's why like, I totally took back my road rage. And now when I'm like in cars with my friends who have road rage and they're like, what the fuck to this person? I'm like, they're probably just like in a hurry. Like it's, they're okay. Like we don't need to have that energy about it <laughs> because it's just how you show up even when you're in the car. And yeah. that's, you're still creating those stories in, in any narrative yourself or thinking about someone else. Yeah. When I started practicing this, Jesse, I, okay. You guys will get to know me, but I'm a little bit of a hard bitch. And <laughs> I literally was like, I'm going to lose my toughness. <laughs> that was the story I was telling myself. I was like, I'm going to become a soft bitch and I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to be the person that, you know, is like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's fine. Because sometimes, let me tell you guys something. Sometimes people need to hear a little bit of, you know, check yourself. <laughs> they need to hear that sometimes, okay? I, I see you. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like, it's really just creating your relationship with yourself and just being like, look, dude, is it really that deep? Do you really need to be freaking out right now? Do you really need to be cursing at this person? Like you are getting yourself so out of character for someone that has no idea you exist. Mm. And so it's like, hold yourself to a higher standard for that. And so if you're like me and you're like, I don't want to be that like soft, like person, just because like, you're a little bit harder at the core, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But just understand that it's like, it's almost a self-respect of being like, I'm not going to let you get me out of character. Mm-hmm. Like that's your own shit. Mm. <laughs> I'm and not as, taking that on. As someone who's like a soft person, I like, that's where your boundaries come in. Like yeah. ain't nobody can talk to me the way that I wouldn't talk to myself. Like there was like, obviously I'm, I'm posting more sensuality things and usually like men don't bother me. Like men don't, men aren't in my DM saying shit. Someone DM'd me today and said something uber inappropriate. And I was like, I'm okay with you being on my feed, but if you are going to share this type of energy in my DMs, I'm not going to stand for it. And mm-hmm. like, that's you just like standing your ground. Like you don't have to like bow down to someone because like you're healing and, and you're being kinder and calmer. Like, no, you stand your ground. Like it's an energy and how you deliver it and like your intention behind it. But like, you don't deserve to be talked in a certain way by other people. So listen to yourself, stand your ground, whether you're soft or you're a hard ass to the core, fucking own your shit because then people are going to give you more respect. And that's what we're here for. (laughs) Yeah. It's all self-respect. And like you said, no one is going to speak to you the way that one, you don't want to be spoken to, but how you wouldn't speak to them. Mm -hmm. And so you're holding yourself on a pedestal. You're like, this is my standards. And you're either going to meet them if you're going to be in my circle or you can, I'll show you the door. Mm -hmm. And like, Jesse is one of the most like spiritual, like lovey, like yogis. And she still holds her boundaries, right? (laughs) So it's like, 
it really, it does not matter what personality you are or <laughs> how you want to do it. As long as you are being authentic and, you know, in a right aligned energy, it'll come to you. Mm. Mm, Liz, I love that. Yes, absolutely. And thanks for the compliment. I took that one in. That was, that was for me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> start thinking about the stories you're telling yourself, use the tools, use the questions, re-listen this episode if you have to, and start calling yourself out, start bringing awareness to yourself and start creating new narratives of a beautiful self and a beautiful story for yourself. Yep. Love and it. That. And with that, my friends, We'll catch you next time on Healing Within with Jesse and Liz. Thanks, guys. See you next time.